Good evening, folks. It's time for your Wednesday evening edition of It's News to Us, our daily podcast, taking a look at the day's top stories. And uh, today's top story is out of Dinwiddie. Uh, We sent David Lefkowitz down to Dinwiddie uh, following news of what started out sounding like an explosion at Dinwiddie Mm -hmm. High School. Um, I'll let you fill in the details because you were down there for a good part of the day. What exactly happened at Dinwiddie High School today? So uh, there was uh, what turned out to be a, a fire caused by basically an experiment in a chemistry class that went awry. Um, and three students and a teacher were injured badly enough that they were uh, uh, transported over to VCU Medical Center. Um, I got there uh, after most of the student body had left, but uh, the folks who were there reported seeing, you know, people on stretchers and even a helicopter, uh, you know, taking people away. Um, but there was another student who's injured who was thankfully able to be treated and released on the scene there. Um, and then the rest of the student body and the staff were released at 1115 and they're going asynchronous tomorrow. So nobody's going to be back until Friday. Which which is interesting. Just side note, I happened to learn as I was doing some research, uh, you know, as we were trying to make sure that you were getting down there and doing all this stuff. Apparently, this is also homecoming week at Dinwiddie. So to have have this and also a day, for lack of better terms, off tomorrow, you know, asynchronous day tomorrow on on what is homecoming week. That's got to that's got to be a little crazy. Um, But you were down there. Could you see damage to the school or anything along that lines? So. Uh, from the outside, I was. Uh, they sent all of us reporters over to the parking lot of the middle school across the street, but we had a really good view of the school. Um, and there, outwardly, there was no damage. Everything looked really normal. Um, and, you know, I told you this earlier, but the, uh, you know, there are several houses that are right next to the school, like people where people live. And, you know, dogs were out in yards, cars were all there. Uh, it looked very outwardly normal. And then talking to people, it sounds like there was definitely some damage to at least the classroom where the fire started. But I've heard as many as three classrooms might have been uh, damaged in some way in all this. I would be very interested. And I doubt we ever get full details to find out exactly what led to this, you know, what type of experiment, because I mean, you and I were discussing this when the, the story was first sort of breaking We've all had experiences in science classrooms as, at high schools where people have, you know, stuck something in a Bunsen burner to create, you know, different colored flames and stuff. This is something way more serious than just goofing around in a science classroom. Yes. Any fire that spreads fast enough to send four people to the hospital is I'm, I'm curious what the experiment was for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, And and I doubt we'll ever get, you know, truly get full details, um, you know, at least official, true official details. I'm sure that we'll hear from kids, you know, you know, who are in there, but how reliable that is and how close kids were to the actual scene will will remain to be seen. Um, And again, you know, you were you were there. Most kids were were fine. Uh, Obviously, you know, the school is a large school. I want to say it has like 1300 students, somewhere around that number. It's a for sports sizes. It's a it's a class four school. So it's on on the larger uh, Mm -hmm. side uh, of of schools. Um, 
I'm trying to think of other other questions in terms of what you saw. Obviously, you know, they're all the, the school is pretty pretty far out there. It was a decent decent drive to get down there, but obviously, in a situation like this, we're going to go down there and cover that, especially where where kids are hurt and there there are issues. Um, anything that you can think of that I'm missing just in regard to this incident that that you saw down there? Obviously, you got to experience it much more closely than I did. Yeah, the the only other thing I think I'll mention is just you know. Like I said, it looked normal from the outside. There were a lot of emergency vehicles out there um, and sort of uh, of every sort. Uh, but there were also, you know, the, the buses were running as normally. Um, so, you know, it was definitely I got there sort of once things had calmed down. You know, it was probably a pretty hectic scene this morning, um, though. It sounds like the, the student evacuation went pretty well. Um, but uh and that's why, they, still, that's why they train those things. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I mean, that's what, but even at, you know, almost noon when I arrived, uh, there was still you as normal as the school itself looked, you could tell something was going on. Um, and thanks, you know, it, thankfully more people weren't hurt and whatever happened. So now moving, moving on to our other top story. And this was one that you were actually starting to work on before the yes. story broke. Um, uh, the VCU basketball player who went missing earlier this week, Rob Brandenburg, um, thankfully was found safe in North Carolina uh, late Wednesday afternoon. Uh, and Rico police uh, putting out that information right around, uh, I want to say 2.30, 2.35-ish, somewhere in, the, in that area. Um, of course, he had been missing for a couple of days um, and had left a concerning note, I guess is the best way to put it, uh, to his girlfriend and uh, also his car tags they didn't say his car they said his car tags were spotted in uh in roanoke rapids he was found in north carolina so that's good news um but obviously a happy ending to a story that could have been much more concerning uh you know earlier in the week definitely so um and 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 for those who do remember don't remember we're too young to remember in your case david um brandenburg played on the uh 2011 vcu basketball team uh, that went to the final four. I happen to cover that final four run here at WRVA. I've been here a long time. Um, it's also happy, just a total side note. And this, this will be a test to see if my friend from Kansas is actually listening to the entire podcast. Um, they beat Kansas on the way to that uh, final four. Um, he and I went to rival schools. I went to Kansas's rival. So uh, I just felt the need to mention that. I'll mention that here. Yes. <laughs> um, so this will be just a test to see if, uh, if my friend actually listens to the entire, entire podcast. Um, there you go. But that's basically what we have for you locally. Um, other than that, there was still the uh, Dean Lakey trial, uh, the short pump middle school teacher um, accused of sexual assault. That is still ongoing. We'll keep an eye on that as it goes into tomorrow and, and potentially a verdict of some sort comes down, um, you know, in, in regards to this alleged sexual assault that occurred in 2017. Um, there was a mistrial the first time. It'll be interesting to see if they can, if, if a jury can come to an actual verdict this time around, but it'll be something we'll be focusing on for you uh, on Thursday. David's had a, uh, a long three-day week, <laughs> a lot yeah. of stories, um, but he's come, he's come through with flying colors. Uh, thank you for your work this week. Uh, I'll give you a couple of days off to enjoy. You don't have to do the podcast <laughs> for the next two days. So I appreciate the work you did. Again, this has been the Wednesday edition of its news to us for David Lefkowitz. I'm Matt Demline. I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>